morning, everybody. Thank you for joining me today here in the middle of the week. And uh, glad you're here. Grab your Bible and let's go to the 74th Psalm. Almost halfway through with the book of Psalms. Psalm 74. We're picking up in the first verse there, starting uh, this psalm. And so while you're finding your place, uh, let me give you a little bit of uh, background of this psalm. Uh, you will notice in the superscription that it is a Maskil psalm. Uh, and it is this is the uh, ninth time uh, that we have uh, seen this superscription. Uh, all total in psalms, there is um, 13 uh, of this type uh, of psalm. And again, well, we've talked about this before, uh, a uh, simple way of describing uh, a Maskil psalm is that it is a psalm uh, for teaching, a psalm uh, of instruction. And this psalm uh, is teaching us uh, how, to, uh, how to pray uh, when, uh, when bad things happen. Uh, when destruction comes, how to uh, to pray um, specifically, not only when the when when bad things happen, uh, but when those bad things happen, uh, and it seems like uh, God uh, has uh, turned his back and is ignoring uh, the situation, um, and this is certainly a psalm that. Uh, describes such a uh, situation. Uh, the enemy uh, has uh, came into the sanctuary uh, and um, with uh, with fire and destruction uh, into uh, the uh, the tabernacle, uh, the sanctuary. Um, and so, um, you know, we we may not have exactly the same setting, but uh, we have situations where uh, financial crisis, family crisis, health crisis, uh, on and on uh, they go, uh, when, like the psalmist, we feel um, <clears throat> overwhelmed, uh, and we feel like uh, that God simply uh, doesn't care uh, about us anymore. And again, this psalm was uh, written in that kind of time. Uh, it was during a particular uh, bad time uh, in uh, the nation of Israel. Uh, generally, we don't know exactly uh, when, but generally there are two events in, uh, in, in the known history of Israel that uh, would seem uh, to fit uh, the, uh, the nature of, uh, of the psalm. Uh, one of them is when the uh, Babylonians uh, destroyed uh, Israel uh, in 586, um, or uh, the, uh, when the temple was defiled uh, by Antiochus uh, during the Maccabean age, about 170 uh, B.C., uh, most uh, most people generally believe it probably uh, when you look at the psalm, it's probably uh, when uh, the actual Babylonian uh, destruction uh, that uh, took place. 
and uh, it's hard to tell exactly, but um, again, I think it's, um, I don't know that it really uh, sets that much, uh, makes that much difference. We just know it was in a very difficult and dark time uh, in the history uh, of, uh, of Israel. Um, and we know uh, that uh, by the title or the superscription above it uh, of the psalm that its purpose was uh, instruction, teaching, uh, and how to pray uh, when a disaster uh, strikes and it seems like God uh, is not uh, not aware. We see that uh, that opening thought here. Uh, in the first verse, O God, why hast thou cast us off forever? Uh, and so once again, we see uh, this principle that we've talked about on several occasions, uh, numerous occasions, uh, of the psalmist going straight to God uh, and sharing um, his burden, telling him, uh, telling God what's on his mind. God, I feel like you have uh, abandoned us, and you know, we never thought uh, you would do that to your people, to the nation uh, of uh, of Israel. Uh, why doth thine anger smoke against the sheep of the pasture? Uh, and so he, he makes it very clear how he's feeling. Um, and again, whatever event, whatever precipitated this psalm, uh, had led uh, the psalmist to believe. Uh, that God uh, had uh, abandoned uh, his people, was ignoring uh, their situation. Again, uh, he, he uh, says, Remember thy congregation, which thou hast purchased of old, the rod of thine inheritance, which thou hast redeemed, this Mount Zion, uh, wherein thou hast dwelt. Uh, and again, the, the operative word there is, is that word remember. Uh, you only remember something you have forgotten. And, and so the psalmist says, God, you've forgotten us. Um, you know, we have been overrun. We have been destroyed. Uh, the city's on fire. Um, and, you know, we are, uh, you know, we are uh, overrun. And it appears uh, to us that, that you have uh, simply abandoned us. You haven't done anything uh, to protect us. The enemies come in um, and pretty much ran uh, wild on our city, uh, destroyed our city, uh, destroyed our tabernacle. Uh, and so remember uh, your congregation. Uh, and we find ourselves, I think uh, many, most of us, or not all of us, sooner or later, uh, find ourselves in situations like that where we feel like uh, maybe God has forgotten us and, uh, and that we need God to, uh, to remember uh, that, um, remember us. And so uh, he, um, he, he calls on, uh, on God to remember uh, his uh, people. Uh, verse 3, uh, he says, Lift up thy feet unto the perpetual desolations, even all that the enemy hath done wickedly in the sanctuary, thine enemies roar in the midst of thy congregations, for they set up their ensigns for signs, 
a man was famous according as he had lifted up axes upon the thick trees, but that now they break down the carved work thereof at once with axes and hammers. They have cast fire into thy sanctuary. They have defiled by casting down the dwelling place uh, of thy name to the ground. They said in their heart, let us destroy them together. They have burned up all the synagogues of God in the land. Uh, and so uh, the psalmist here just kind of describes uh, the situation. It, um, it, it was uh, it, it was shocking to them. It was painful to them uh, that God would allow uh, an enemy to uh, come into his city, Jerusalem, um, and destroy them. Uh, and so as they look uh, at this, they see, uh, again, just the utter destruction. This, uh, again, the, the psalmist here describes, um, you know, what had went on, that the enemies roar. Uh, they come roaring, uh, just blazing right into the, uh, the middle um, of town and, and begin to uh, destroy things and destroy uh, the temple. They uh, have set up uh, their banner. Um, basically, it's like raising uh, the line there that says they've um, uh, set up their uh, incense for signs. It's basically like um, like what we would see today. If you remember uh, the uh, the soldiers from Iwo Jima raising the American flag, it's uh, the enemies have raised their flag uh, over uh, God's temple, and so. Uh, again, he's just uh, devastated uh, that this is how they had done it. They came in and destroyed the temple with with axes, um, and they have uh, smashed it up and bashed it up. And uh, then that wasn't good enough. They burned it down. Um, and uh, again, they. Um, you know, when, when we look at uh, verse 8, they said in their heart, let us destroy uh, them together. They have burned up all the synagogues of God in the land. They, they, they weren't content until they had uh, basically made ashes uh, out, of, uh, out of everything uh, that was uh, of God. Uh, we see not our signs. There is no more any prophet, neither is there any among us. Uh, any that know how long, O oh God, how long shall the adversary reproach? Shall the enemy blaspheme thy name forever? Uh, why withdrawest thou thy hand, even thy right hand? Uh, pluck it out of thy bosom. Uh, and so there, the final, or not the final, but in this section, the final uh, plea is, is, you know, as of this point in the story, God, you've done nothing. Uh, you haven't delivered us. You haven't uh, protected us. You haven't dri driven out uh, the enemy. And uh, verse nine, um, again, he says, "We see no, we see not our signs. There is no more prophet. Um, we haven't heard from you, Lord. Uh, we, you know, we, we've had, we haven't heard uh, from from God. Um, and in in the meantime, uh, the enemies are continuing." Um, to destroy and loot uh, and be an, uh, an embarrassment. And so uh, the, the people of Israel here, the psalmist is, um, you know, um, just confused by what all uh, is going on. And he finally, we conclude this section with that statement, why, 
while withdrawest thy, thy hand, even thy right hand, pluck it out of thy bosom. Uh, basically, um, the way I would say that, I think, if I was saying it today, is get your hands out of your pockets and do something. Uh, and so, um, you know, they're just completely uh, dumbfounded, uh, overwhelmed uh, by the attack of the enemy and the uh, apparent uh, lack of any concern uh, on the part of God, the, the no response uh, whatsoever uh, from God. And I think as devastating as the actual actions of the enemy were, uh, what was even more um, devastating to them was that they felt like God uh, as we saw in verse 1, that God had rejected them. God had uh, turned his back on them, that God was uh, angry with them, that he had forgotten about them. Uh, and so this was what was, I think, really uh, tormenting these people and, and really uh, um, you know, ha had them uh, overwhelmed. And, and you know, those are the exact same kind of feelings many times uh, we have even more than the situation we're going through, uh, the fact that it seems like uh, that God is a million miles away. Uh, it's one thing to go through a, a bad situation uh, when we can sense the presence of God uh, in our life. But when we're going through those times and we feel uh, abandoned and, and rejected uh, by God, then that's, that's overwhelming. That's devastating. And I think, um, again, uh, I'm going to leave you with one simple lesson uh, from this text, and you've heard me say it now numerous times as we've come through the Psalms, is that, that, that uh, when he felt that way, uh, he told God about it. He went to God, uh, and again, not in an irreverent way, not in a disrespectful way, uh, but that he went to God and said, Lord, this is how I'm feeling right now. Uh, this is, I, I feel left all alone. I feel, um, you know, I feel devastated. I've, we've been uh, attacked. We've been overrun. And worst of all, Lord, we just don't feel like we're hearing from you. And uh, and so the, the lesson I want to leave you with again, and I, I hate to keep saying it, but it just keeps coming up in the Psalms. Uh, and so I think God's wanting us to see it. He keeps telling us over and over, it's okay. Uh, we should, we can, again, and he was reverent. There's nothing if you read that. Um, he, he doesn't lash out at God. He doesn't, uh, he, he's not disrespectful or unholy or whatever words you want to use, but he shares uh, his, his heart, his feelings uh, with the Lord. And so today I would encourage you, whatever you're going through, whatever you're feeling, um, reverently, respectfully, uh, take it to God, uh, whatever your problem is, whatever circumstances you're, uh, you're going through, whether it's, uh, again, we, we listed some a few moments ago, family, finances, job, health, uh, whatever it is, um, and, and you feel abandoned uh, by God, you feel like he has uh, deserted you, go to God, share with God how you're feeling and you're uh, your your concerns and your burdens. Uh, be sure uh, you have an open ear, a listening ear, 
uh, in your Father in heaven. All right, whatever you're going through, I hope that helps you today. And uh, we'll see you back here first thing tomorrow morning.